Alright, today's series is going to be kicked off on Free Your Mind. Now, that probably sounds like a very strange starting topic. Free your mind. You might be wondering, why does my mind need to be free? Freed from what? You might be just wondering, this is some almost sort of like a hippie thing. Free your mind. But what I'm going to say is, this is probably something that is far deeper and far more common, and yet it is very much a part of the Christian life. It's not often discussed, it's not often presented, um, and yet we find it throughout Scripture. And there's some parts that are more clear than others. And I'm going to start a little bit with a story about um, an elder who came and was commenting about, you know, he's watching a show, and then the show, there were people who were like just really uh, devoted to this uh, cause. It was some strange um, show about like uh, the United States is taken over by another country, and there's these people who need to rebel. I think something to that effect. And the devotion and commitment they had, and he's like, gosh, you know, I kind of, you know, you know, admire that. I, I wish I had that in my life. And subsequent conversations with him kind of asked him, well, how did you pick your career? How did you pick your path in life? And he had said, well, he looked at who else was successful and he copied them. He looked at who he felt were smart and he copied them. He looked at the ones that had the most comfortable life and just said, I'm just going to copy that. that part." And, and it worked. It's actually a very doable process if you actually think through it. Um, Success and comfort is actually more readily at hand if we don't get in our own way and we know the right people to copy. But I think those two things were very much related. He didn't really tie them together. He just sort of just said it matter-of-factly, unaware that the fact that this nature to copy the patterns of the world is actually fueling that feeling of boy, I wish I had something I was on fire for. And he's a Christian, he's an elder. And he's just like, gosh, I wish I had something to really believe in and devote my life to. Do you see? And I think there are a lot more like him. They have the title and the high standing um, within the church, but they've chosen to behave exactly like the world. And yet, I think that that conforming to the pattern of the world will suck the life out of you. It's just, it's, I mean, if we know that the prince of the world is the enemy and we're actually guided to not be like it, to not have a friendship with the world, shouldn't we be different? And I think the way that difference is becomes parsed in very, very small things. And I I think at the end of one's life, what you don't want, what I don't want, and and it might be different, but that's the purpose of this series is, what did I do? Did I copy everything and I missed out on what that full life actually might be? So that's one of the angles I'm taking with freeing your mind. After all, the worldview, the choices you make, the things you buy all start with freeing your mind. But I would actually say it's also the core of why Jesus was here. In fact, he says in Mark 7, 8, the following, 
you leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. One of the ways, the foundation way, and I will talk about in this series other ways that our minds are imprisoned, is religious tradition. In fact, you'll see the, those religiously devoted, the ones that are conservative to the way things have always been, they fear freeing their mind because they prefer tradition. And tradition is not what Jesus wants from us. He wants us to follow who he is, to follow him. And he himself does not want us to be tied to a dead religion and 